1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: James Madison would like you to know Leicester are most definitely not on the verge. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Wednesday the 20th of January. I'm Kate Mason.
3: I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Vidusha Nahandaraja.
2: Yes, guys, welcome to the football ramble. I'm feeling pretty sleepy this morning, having basically stayed up a bit later than I wanted to, watching the live text of the Kettering against Leamington game. I don't know if you caught this, Pete.
4: Didn't indulge, didn't indulge, it, I must admit, I'd, uh, I drank a couple of cans and then went to bed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good amount
4: of cans, that, isn't it? Two, they always it's good. say two oh. is a good number. You're not That's... getting silly with two, are you? You're not getting silly.
2: How do you know that two is the the main? Like, is that was that the point to stop? You didn't ha- hanker for a third. It was just slightly. Well, more I, than... I
4: started using profanities uh, and <laughs> voicing opinions that didn't need to be voiced. So my partner made it very clear uh, that I had to stop there. <laughs> so, uh...
2: Got any got any of those for us today, or are you just? Hell no! Them to yourself? Got
4: too hot for telly, mate. It's
3: weird, isn't it? Like, drinking, the, it's always the peril of drinking at home because you want to drink more, but then you can't really flip your own table, can you? Or smash
2: your own windows. <laughs> yeah, got to tidy it up, haven't yeah. yeah. you? Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, it's not the one. This, uh, this game, it seems to have been the situation that, the, I mean... I don't know if this is I'm allowed to say this, but what I'm reading between the lines on the live text of this FA Trophy game, it seems as though the captain of Kettering, who was sent off after about ten minutes and started smashing things up in the changing room, and is also an electrician, right? So that's all <laughs> happened. He's sent off. He's gone off after ten minutes, and uh, and then the floodlights go out. So the reason it was on so late was because they had to spend <laughs> like hours, as far as I can tell, getting the floodlights back on again. Is it a coincidence? That the captain who got sent off (laughs) is an electrician. (laughs) you decide the,
4: McGrath, the, the, the the four tweets that are on I think um, Football League Zone uh, tweeted it uh, you know <laughs> 11 minutes in Kettering's captain McGrath sent off for hitting the ref in bad language he's absolutely lost it hitting the, the ref changing... <laughs> I know I
2: didn't even mention that
4: <laughs> <laughs> well the video the video. he just gives a bit, he, he sort of I think touches his chest it's, there's, it's barely even oh uh, you're contact, such an apologist you're the reason know, right? why, <laughs> Look.
2: why Buffon you know started a campaign of hate against referees it's all you uh catching ended the game at eight men just the eight men on the pitch still at the end of that one so it was a busy night how did they know in the dark <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah well maybe the other three players got lost where is it yeah. just <laughs> fallen over the advertising boards because they haven't been able to see
2: yeah probably that is what happened I don't it didn't history doesn't relate whether McGraw actually get you know in the end said hey guys it's all right I'm gonna help you fix these lights but they did get mm. them back up and running and yeah, they were done at about eleven thirty last night, which I think is an impressive commitment to to non-league fish. Is that the sort of attitude you take to your own sporting endeavours?
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're asking enough of footballers anyway. So I think it's good that they're, you know, cracking on and um <laughs> moving late into the night. Um yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, well done them. I mean, that level of football has certainly um bear the brunt of um of the pandemic more so than others, so um yeah, get get as many kicks as you can in.
4: Elite level electricity, fish, isn't it?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no one's thinking about grassroots electricians, are they?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you say get kicks in, you don't mean on the referee, as it as it seems to have been in in Captain McGrath's case. It
3: was just a push in the chest. We've you know, Pete's looked at the evidence right, and if Messi. he's happy with it. I'm happy with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, just a two game ban for Leo, uh, but of which more later, or possibly not, actually. It seems like the two game ban was pretty lenient. Uh, let's check into Leicester, shall we? Where James Madison wowed the world with his post match thoughts and also his performance. Leicester 2, Chelsea 0. Oh, it was really enjoyable, to be honest. And Chelsea didn't look as though they were in it. Pete, what do you reckon?
4: No I mean Madison obviously talked at length about what they planned to do in the match and what they actually executed talking about how Chelsea um, switched off at dead balls and, and how he wants to increase his stats arriving late into the box like Frank Lampard used to do so yeah mm. I, I, I think Madison impressed everyone um, having a post-match like that is a great PR line a great PR move for, for, for your club when you've got someone so erudite and interesting uh, and, 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 and thoughtful about the game which I I don't think I'd heard Madison talk a lot uh, in the press, so it, it was re- it was really um, surprising, pleasantly surprising uh, to see. Because obviously he's been criticised as being a bit um, a bit mouthy um, off, like away from microphones and stuff like that. So um, it was nice to know that he's just being judged because he's quite intelligent, quite thoughtful, and and uh, you know quite interesting to listen to. Charismatic, dare I say?
2: Yeah, it was really yayed up, wasn't he? It was, uh, and and why should he not be? It was, it was a great performance. He said. Uh... Yeah, you know, of course, Marcus loves to go on about them being on the verge, but he kept saying, you know, that's why we're the top of the table because we've got that mentality. We're not talking about being title contenders. Bish, are you talking about them being title contenders?
3: You know what? I don't. I don't know anymore. Like if they, if they want to be, yeah, fine. Like I just I just can't get a read on this league at all. Like I, I wanted the Manchester United manager sacked a couple of months ago, and now I'm <laughs> now I'm genuinely to my le- genuinely to my left I have a portrait of the man. So I I honestly don't know what's going on in my life. I can't tell you what's going on over there.
4: It's crazy. The the, the top of the league is a little bit like you know that morphing bit in the Michael Jackson Black and White video. You blink and there's someone else there. <laughs> so- Oh weird he's tough he's second he's tough, he's tough.
3: <laughs> well the um i mean like part of the reason leicester I, I, apologies to leicester fans for this opinion but part of the reason leicester won the league <laughs> when they start. did was because so many teams fell away and they came through it was like that you know it, it was like that australian um speed skater who came through yes. when the other five all collapsed yeah mm. um I think I've used that reference on this show before, and been told off about it because apparently he's a really nice guy. But, um, <laughs> We're but all yeah, nice all right, out, fish. I don't, well, I suppose yeah. Until you scratch the surface, and he's some kind of you know ice criminal. I suppose he would be <laughs> if you can criminal. if you can if you can do it that fast on ice, you may as well commit all your crimes on ice. That's all I'm saying.
4: Yeah, um, he, was, but... he was skating out of a sports direct. He'd stolen some skits. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Yeah.
3: two big mugs over his shoulder Um, did
2: you have a point you were making this
3: um basically that in a season where it's all quite hard to get a read on who's actually good having their kind of consistency and even just not necessarily having the same players but knowing that it's not impossible because that very team in that very shirt did it a few years ago is gonna hold them in good stead and when you know madison saying yesterday that he didn't want to commit to Jeff Shreves <laughs> in more ways than one um, was a bit of a, you know, it was an echo to how Ranieri played a lot of that season. So, I mean, yeah, why not?
2: Yeah. 38 points. I mean, to you, you've you obviously made the point that is implicit in all of this, which is that, you know, 38 points, which is one more than at this stage in their title winning season. But that was an unusual season in the sense that you didn't need to win as many. You didn't need to earn as many points as, as in any of the previous and subsequent seasons to win the title. Obviously, a massive achievement, uh, nonetheless. But yeah, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I just really enjoyed it. And that was that was something mm. of a highlight. He says, uh, also, Madeline was so sorry. Well, I think of it. He said, uh, we do our business in the background. Hmm. Interesting Ooh.
4: idea. Behind the holdings. <laughs> and, Behind the Indidi, bike sheds. Did, yeah. did you see, um, in, like, Indidi's goal was a, just a lovely whiff of a goal. Like It oh. did not look like it was going at any point. It was like Cech Teotihuacan's hustle. Absolutely whiffed at it. Johnny Evans having a duck under it. And, oh, wow, it was, it was such a fun little goal. You don't see them like that very often. Slice pie. Yeah, that was
2: the one. Because Harvey Barnes missed it, didn't he? He like, Yeah, yeah. His it was two scuffs.
3: It. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, so enjoyable. Yeah. Also, Teotihuacan got hold of his a lot better than than he did on his. <laughs> <laughs> I think because he mishit it so badly, that's why it went in. Because people are like, no, I can't go in. You can't hit it like that from <laughs> that
4: far out. It was so far away from the keeper, it was impossible. But James Justin should have made it three. I mean, he was free to make that head <laughs> of the defending. was all over the place for that chance. I, I think he was uh, very, very... Uh, um, unlucky not 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 to put that one away but jeez! Oh, did it, I, what I liked about um uh, Chelsea it was precisely nothing i thought they were dreadful <laughs> at times so just completely disinterested but team of cannot like, by any look at the moment. That mm. offside decision. Um, the, honestly, though, Sean Massey called it right. Sean Massey Ellis, she, she called it right. She should be down Stockley Park to do the VAR decisions. They'd be done in seconds. First time. <laughs> Don't need a replay.
3: I felt really bad for him when that goal was disallowed I'd love for the reasons you just said. But like... I think it would. It's the kind of chance that he would have liked it to have missed. If he's going to be ruled out, you mm. don't. You know, if you've if you've been struggling to get a goal, and because it was quite a good finish, I thought. Yeah, but that's been one of the complaints yeah. that his technique has been a bit off. Um, I also enjoyed Johnny Evans um, when he gave away what he thought was going to be a penalty, <laughs> and then pointing yeah. to the outside outside of the box, and it turns out he was he was correct. The foul was actually committed outside the box. But it's a bit like, you know, yeah, I was driving the car, but I didn't put the horse in that field. <laughs> Just like no I no I know I know I messed up, but I messed up over there,
4: not over here. <laughs> Who puts an engine at the front of the car? I didn't know it was gonna explode.
2: <laughs> Just doing our business in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Lamps, uh, of course, famously mates or famously no, not mates, uh famously an admirer of Jose in his time as a as a player, although that seems to have soured a bit, possibly do we do we think as a result of the kind of way that he exited Stamford Bridge and Jose Mourinho didn't give him all the whatever it is the forty-eight gun salute? Um, yeah, he he does seem to have learnt from Jose Mourinho possibly the art of throwing his players under the bus in post-match. <laughs>
4: Yeah. I mean, I mean, just don't change your team all the time because <laughs> like, then a load of your players don't go, right, whose responsibility is this? Should I be running under there, over there? Should I be running over here? They just looked really, really unsure of themselves. And, and you know, if Frank Lampard is coming out and saying um, that his forwards aren't as prolific as Diego Costa, well, look, bring him back 40 million a year. You can mm. have him. He's a free agent. <laughs> go on.
2: Yeah, Mason Mount, I mean, has been, has been much admired in the last few weeks and, and is a good player. He seems to be... You know, he seems to be shouting and trying to get his teammates fired up, but there
3: was—I
2: mm. don't know there just didn't seem to be much, much in the way of fire or consistency or, or coherence from this from this Chelsea side. Am I being too harsh? I don't know. I thought Leicester were really good, and so sometimes that um, confuses the issue. But...
3: No, I, I don't. I don't think you're you're wrong at all. I, I, I look at that Chelsea team and I wonder who actually wants the ball both in terms of who, who wants to sit on it a bit more rather than just like progressing it forward as quickly as possible. And also who wants to win it back. Mason Mount is probably their best player off the ball in terms of, you know, pressing people and this, that and the other. But I think they realized that the N'Golo Kante, he used to play two positions at once. Like he's understandably a bit tired now, maybe he's, he's a bit fed up with this shit. Um, (laughs) <laughs> uh, did you see on the on on Twitter? Loads of people were giving pelters to Jamie Redknapp because you know, obviously, cousin of Frank Lampard. He was the one doing the in studio punditry, and he was kind of laying it on the players and things like that. I think that there was at one point where um, I think I don't know if this was him. I think it might be one of the commentators. So apologies, but. There was they're putting out the suggestion that maybe have Chelsea have too many attacking players and that mm. the choice <laughs> is the issue here rather than the selection. But um, yeah, that was the idea. Of, the idea of nepotism. Yeah, that was my idea. Yeah, the idea of that kind of like family support was was quite funny because I think you can you can kind of understand it. Like I, I know it's not maybe professionally what what's. The right thing per se, but mm. like you're never going to go on TV and, and properly lay into your fa- your family member, are you? Oh,
4: it's it's, it's like Shera talking about Newcastle at the moment. He's he's kind yes. of obviously good friends with Steve Bruce. It's it's it is difficult. I understand. Everyone likes it. Steve
2: Bruce, seemingly. Really. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know. As a man, I mean, it's like Vish. If you were managing Chelsea and I was in doing the punditry, I'd probably yeah, I'd probably be instinctively <laughs> quite a lot harsher than on anyone else. No, I'd I'd probably back like you right. Yeah, see, well, see, I, I mean, I'd be, done. whenever
3: our games were on Sky, I'd be like, well, I've got Mason. And then whenever they switched over to BT and you got that little breach, I'd be like, <laughs> well, okay, I mean, I mean, I'm done for here. Yeah. Although, uh, I was saying that, I was trying to think of, like, if I'd been in a situation, because, you know, as as a journalist, you come into so many situations where you, you'll you interview a player, you'll get on really well, you might, you might end up becoming, like, fairly pally with that player. And then, you know, they're, they're playing a game and they do badly. And you're like, well, you know, I've got to do my job here. And I was thinking, like, mm. have I been on the other side of that coin where, like, maybe a family member's defended me? And mm. the only thing I could remember was when I when I tweeted, when I first joined the Ramble, I tweeted, oh, well, nice to be part of the Football Ramble, really excited to get going back in July. My brother, quote, retweeted it with the hashtag boycott the Ramble.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so oh, I'm going to find your brother.
4: I, he sounds like a good follow. He's a Newcastle <laughs> fan as well, isn't he?
3: Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's constantly <laughs> posting pictures of, of Steve Bruce in... them. Um, in various states, so you might enjoy that, yeah. But um, <laughs> he's got a locked account, he's got a locked account as well, and he had 12 likes, and I don't know how. Uh, okay, I'd be, probably best not to think about it. But yeah, that's what I've uh, that's my family experience on a on a professional level. <laughs>
4: uh, uh,
2: ben Chilwell's re- revealed that chess has been what's helping him pass the time in lockdown, often against Reece James. We played the game on the way back from Russia in the Champions League. I think it was one game, but it took four hours, the whole flight. Well, we don't know yeah. if he's been being inspired by that Netflix series, but perhaps some of the sort of strategic analysis, is it, is it too far of a stretch to say that that, that could be useful uh, for Lampard's boys on the pitch?
4: Hey. I mean, if the match takes four hours, maybe. I mean, I'm fairly certain the limit's like 50 consecutive moves without a capture. So what have they been doing for four hours? <laughs> <laughs>
3: It'd be great if you tried to adopt that onto the football pitch. like, right, if you, if you all get to the other end, you'll all turn into queens and then we'll <laughs> smash them. We will smash the shit out of them. Don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> oh, Reports Chelsea are going to bring in Erling Holland at the end of the season. He's got a release clause uh, that's not active until the end of 2021 22. Would Holland want to come? I don't. No, based on that <laughs> so, performance. Just too much
4: choice. Too much choice, that side. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm that's, the problem, isn't it? that's the bloody problem. We I'm don't looking like at that, that
3: side. I'm looking at the Chelsea side and thinking, yeah, but have they spent enough money on attacking talent?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, West Ham at the London Stadium got yet another victory. 2 1 against West Brom. A lovely. Che- oh, that's a bit. A lovely chest from uh, Jared Bowen. (laughs) Uh, And then the winner from Mikel Antonio on the turn from Andrey Yarmolenko's header, interspersed with Mateus Pereira, kind of worked hard for that that, Mm. second goal, the West Brom goal. Um, And there were chances West Brom to level in the last few minutes. In in fact, I started listening to it, guys. I don't know if you're still on the uh, with fake crowd noise or without fake crowd noise. But I went without for this one, which is the first time I've done that in a while. Um, and there was a bit just at the very end where I think it was Kieran Gibbs. Oh, no, no, Darnell Furlong fired like just wide of the post. And Lucas mm. Fabianski, I'm pretty sure it was him, just howled afterwards.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like it's Pete's dog? kind of stuff you can't yeah, like get. My dog. Yes,
2: literally exactly <laughs> like Pete's dog. That's the kind of thing you can't get in normal football. Uh, well, well Jared Bowen, I
4: think, screamed just after he scored as well. And and, and it was... A, a, I, I love a chested or... Sho- I would say it was more of a shoulder because he got a lot of direction yes, on it. Yes, me too. Um, yeah. it, I love a chested shoulder. They'll probably replace headers at some point, the, the way that the football's going. But yeah, he did absolutely Wilhelm scream <laughs> himself <laughs> into the corner flag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, whenever, whenever it's that, that kind of like chest shoulder thing, do you not... Your sphincter contracts a bit because you think this is going to be ruled out for VAR in some way. I it's wondered where that was going. Christ, <laughs> VAR is coming in on this. That's what you think.
3: Yeah, <laughs> can I, um, can I throw some, um, some fire onto the fire? What do you normally throw onto fire? Petrol? Not petrol.
4: Not more fire. I don't
2: know. Yeah.
3: Water? <laughs> no, not water. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fire her up. Should Mikhail Antonio? But you know, like in a
2: sauna. Oh. You put fo- oh, you put water on it to make it hotter. Yeah, but it's you? on fire. It's like hot rocks, Soda
3: stream bottles. It? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some, some some raspberry cordial into the into the fizzy water maker. <laughs> um Michel Antonio, Euros, yes or no?
4: Yes. <laughs> yes please
3: exactly yeah I, I, there's something about him I th- so my mate is a Sheffield Wednesday fan and he used to speak to me about Makano Antonio and mm. I, I, the way he was speaking about him I, I never imagined he'd been a stage where he is now where he's scoring goals in the Premier League and he, he wasn't really a striker but he plays like someone who's learned to be a striker through trial and error rather than like being <laughs> really well drilled do you know what I mean because yeah. he makes really obscure runs and scores some quite obscure
4: goals Yeah. I mean, I know know he's getting on, but he's having a good season. (laughs) He's having a very good season. Why not? Come on, Gregory.
2: 30 years old? Getting on, Pete. Come on, don't write him off yet. The Wandsworth (laughs) man. It's Gareth Southgate who's got a problem with selection, isn't it, Vish? I mean, you know, given that we're going to win the Euros, whoever we pick. Really
3: well, we might win the Euros, but we also might have too many players to pick from. So, who knows?
2: <laughs> it's going to be difficult. You do know the limit is eleven, guys. Yes, yes, yes. But it's difficult given how many people we've got who are So good. Just ask Frank Lampard. Um, yeah, the, that weird thing about uh, Robert Snodgrass's transfer uh, to <laughs> West Brom. And uh, what, does anyone understand what was going on there? So he had he was supposed to play but then he didn't play... So, so in, lawn, so in a
4: loan, so in a loan agreement, when you when you loan a player, you are allowed mm. to stipulate that they can't play against you in the league or a cup competition. But obviously, if you sign permanently, there can be no agreement mm. through that. But it kind of reminded me. Remember when David Beckham got a yellow for England to take him over the, uh, yeah. uh, take him over to to, to to be banned for 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 a, for a match, so that uh, so that he could kind of wipe his uh, wipe wipe his slate clean to a certain yeah. extent, and and he mm. came out after the match and went, yeah, well, people think I'm not that smart, but I actually meant to get that yellow card. And and then he got banned for another couple of games because he was was waxing lyrical about how clever he is. Um, So have the gentleman's agreement, Big Sam. I don't care but just don't tell anyone about it for crying out loud because you'll get everyone into trouble.
2: Oh, dearie me. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay, so yeah, 2-1 the final score. The wheeling and dealing, who knows what's going on behind the scenes. Looks like West Brom have got uh, still look as though they've got a bit of a job to do if they're going to they're going to stay up this season. Mush- mushrooms. Point. Mushrooms,
4: Kate. Mushrooms? That's what's happening behind the scene in, in West Ham, obviously. The London Stadium's got uh, mushrooms growing oh, out of got- the... Uh, it's got fungus. What? What is this? What, sorry, How? what? <laughs>
2: they've
4: got... <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've put fun, foot sanitising pads in the tunnel at the <laughs> London Stadium and everyone thought it was for COVID, but it wasn't. Is was because uh, the pitch has a fungus issue. <laughs> like my old shower cabinet, I used to have mushrooms growing out of that. Ugh.
3: Given but, the but, given the background of a few of the people in the West Ham boardroom, shouldn't they be used to dealing with that kind of complaint?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> extremely cheeky. I like that very much indeed. So sorry, Pete. Just to just to clarify, there's not actually mushrooms on the pitch, though, are there? There's just where's the fungus? There's a
4: fungus problem. Look, it, I imagine if it's you in let, the it, grass. let it, yeah, it's in the grass. So but I no imagine one's playing if you
2: barefoot it... are they? No,
4: but I guess they do. I don't know whether they want the <laughs> they don't want the fungus in the dressing room or they don't want the outside street fungus to be in the pitch fungus. I don't know. But either way, look, it's a great way to make extra money growing mushroom mushrooms in the dark. At the, are they, the like psychedelic
3: mushrooms, you reckon?
4: Maybe. Well, look, let's have a let's have a crack, mate. Let's have a crack. <laughs> didn't didn't Anfield, Anfield had a blotchy blotchy old pitch um, last season, and it was never made clear why that was all blotchy. So. I think everyone's got a little secret fungus growing here and there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, maybe that is the source of the, of the ferryman's cautious optimism. He says, I'd like to dream a lot. Hmm. Question mark about the, the, the mushrooms. But we're not going to start shouting things too soon. We might start shouting things after this little break, guys.
4: At Sukarnov, me and Luke have been whiling away the lockdown with our usual nonsense on the Luke and Pete show. Here's a quick taste of the kind of challenges we've been setting for ourselves. Give us any nation, I'll tell you yeah. why they're dirty.
2: All right, I'll do it now. Um, right. uh, Italy. Italy.
4: Yeah. It looks like a sexy boot. Little...
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: There's also a brand new episode of On the Continent, your weekly guide to the sublime and frequently ridiculous in European football. Find it over on Football Ramba presents every Thursday. <laughs>
0: responded to this in kind, that they forgot to tell you um, how to win titles. Then Alvaro has responded with a picture of Pelé with three World Cups going <laughs> in the eternal
4: shadow of the king. This reminds me of Stormzy and Wiley, the <laughs> they
2: have. All that and a whole lot more at Stokanoff.
3: Hi, I'm Jermaine Defoe and this is the Football Ramble.
2: Oh, guys, welcome back. Turns out we don't need the jingle because Vish has got a perfect interpretation of Jermaine Defoe speaking, Vish. So perhaps you'd like (laughs) to do that for the rest of the the show or perhaps not. Vish and Pete with us today. And we've got some time for you guys now. Here's emails.
0: Just in show.
3: Hi, I'm Jermaine. Hi, I'm Sam Page. Hello. <laughs> Does it see... <laughs> this is an email from Sam Page? By the way, this is not me pretending to be Sam Page after botching being Jermaine Defoe. Does it seem that between his slightly sad slash self pitying comments in the press in press conferences describing the team as shite and playing four four fucking two against Arsenal, oh, that Steve Bruce is turning into Mike Bassett, and should we expect a call up for Benton and Hedges?
4: Yeah, Mike Bassett is one of those kind of um, cultural pop culture uh, touchstones that I just don't have in my locker at all. I've never seen it. Vish, Kate, have you? Have you guys indulged?
3: I'm so glad you said this because I thought it was one of those things you couldn't admit to not seeing, like, like The Godfather. Mm. But I, yeah, haven't the seen, I haven't seen. Haven't seen either.
2: Yeah, this is weird for me because you guys obviously. I'm just expecting you to mock me for not having heard of a pop cultural reference. So, mm. yeah, no, I'm not about to yeah. strike in and say I know all about it, and I'm. Thoroughly equipped to discuss this with you. God, you're so to Bring back the
4: film club, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is there any danger of that, Pete?
4: Well, as in, well, uh, no. Well, not unless the Premier League gets cancelled again. I think um, the um, the uh, Marcus in particular has a real problem with the films that I choose, uh, and therefore (laughs) it (laughs) shall it shall not be repeated. (laughs) (laughs) We're watching a film a day. We can't do it.
2: It wasn't as (laughs) many as that, was it?
4: It, it we, we did a lot of films I seem to recall. It very enjoyable. I'm sure we'll bring it back at some point. But are the gloves off or on with, with Steve Bruce? He said the gloves were off, now they're on. He's going to go back to his 4-4-2 against I can't remember a bloody playing next is it Palace? I don't know. But yeah, he, he he's he's not having a nice time. I, it, imagine if the takeover happens. He's not put himself in the in the frame really, has he? Bless him. Poor Steve.
3: Yeah, you got Villa next, haven't you? So it's a
4: Oh, Villa, right, club. yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. Um we got a message from Luke Reese. Hello, Luke Rees. Um, so we're talking about Chinese team whose name was uh, Junyu. I'm not getting the tonal uh, aspect to, to the Chinese pronunciation, but uh, the Junyu name uh, for the Chinese team is even better than Nine Cows. It's actually a classic Mandarin homophone pun. Oh, so cool. let me give you a bit of background. This is very offensive. I'm going to I'm going to have to use a very offensive word here. Um, mm. <clears throat> the characters, the um, kanji, I, I forget what the um, I forget what the Chinese call it. But the expression "ju is based on a rather weird Chinese colloquialism. In China, if you want to say something or someone is impressive or hashtag like a boss, you say "newbie," which literally translates as "cow cunt." Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you see Ndombele's goal last weekend? Yeah, it was. Literally a cow cunt. So newbrew <laughs> means cow cunt. view means cow cunt. It usually uh, usually uh, people will just say new because it's less vulgar. It's a bit like saying, fucking Um So, yeah, there's a, there's a, that, that's that been cleared up. It's incredibly um, sort of offensive. And we won't be reading another email out from uh, a man called Luke Lisa <laughs> ever again. Um, he, he actually ends the email by asking, can I be the Chinese correspondent? Um, P.S. I wrote to Pete about Tibet and the Mr. Hans horse sex video, but he stopped replying. So there we go. Like I. Clearly <laughs> got to a point with Luke Reese, but could not go any further, couldn't get past that that great wall of, of
2: emotions. <laughs> yeah. Oh Luke. I'll tell you what Terrible. you could do, Luke Reese, if you wanted to get more emails into the Football Ramble, is you could use our new email address, which is show <laughs> at footballramble.com, please. Yeah, not the old Ladies one. Ladies and Listen gentlemen. To the jingle. Yeah, listen to the jingle. Don't skip over it, even though it's precisely 30 seconds and you can skip over it. Don't skip over it, eh, Pete?
4: No, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed that you brought it up There's exactly 30 seconds, Kate, because someone's clearly been doing just that. <laughs> Cow no, cunt. Just, I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's a bit much. It's a bit strong, isn't it? It's a bit strong. <laughs>
2: it's really quite strong. What? Have they got three, like,
4: their stomachs? Never mind. Carry
2: on. <laughs> Maybe that is why. Yeah, I did wonder why a cow's one is. Particularly Maybe that's worse why or there's better. so many
4: calves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The perfect okay. animal.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, if you've got any short insight, as rumble. ever, <laughs> at
4: <laughs> <rumble>. <laughs> show at <football laughs> Cow at footballramble.com.
2: Show at There's been a Spanish player bought with Bitcoin. Pete, this is. Or hello for you because yeah. i have been looking into bitcoin um and i've become slightly disconcerted by this whole this whole world so i'm <clears> sure <throat> you can enlighten the the, the listeners and, and me <laughs> and possibly vish about uh why it isn't incredibly creepy but anyway uh, former real madrid b striker deveral has become the first ever player football player to be purchased entirely with cryptocurrency or oh, actually probably possibly player because there is this other guy this nfl player carolina panthers i think um, russell okong who had half of his salary paid in cryptocurrency he like about a year ago he said pay me in bitcoin and then at the end of last year he tweeted paid in bitcoin um, but the other things that he tweets are quite scary. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think... Has he
4: got cans I, in a, in an underground bunker? Uh,
2: yes, exactly. Well, yeah, he, it, I think he thinks it's a... Is he a prepper? Uh, look, I wouldn't want to put him words into his mouth, obviously, but it seems to me as though he thinks that COVID is a global conspiracy.
4: Oh right, um, it's either, I was going right? to say yeah,
3: yeah. Um, typical blue blood Mason worried about her old money with this all this
4: new money <laughs> floating about. What's wrong with gold? <laughs> the, um, <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, look the, the way that footballers are bought are getting bought nowadays. I, I think it needs to change. I think I, I would welcome uh, cryptocurrency being bought for a bag of pills and a deactivated mauser on the <laughs> dark web. I, I'd I'd love it. And, I'm, look, get get an under pitch mining. Uh, Bitcoin mining operation done underneath the London Stadium. That'll cook all the mushrooms off. Mm. Two birds, one stone, isn't
3: it? Imagine you should yeah, be that- able to. You should be able to buy footballers on the dark web. That'd be so good.
4: Yes, exactly. From like a from the Netherlands. <laughs> Always the Netherlands.
3: My, um, <laughs> I, I have a, I have a friend who, who shall name remain nameless, who would buy. Um, uh, things the, a, yeah buy, things, no, buy things he would he would indulge vices items that literally grow on trees <laughs> yeah some of them grow in cupboards as well um <laughs> he, he would he would um, buy these things to uh you know to enhance and improve his vices and, and carry them on really um and mm. they would come in um <laughs> in old dvds and <laughs> right. and he built up such a rapport with the person who he was buying from that they started including the DVDs in there. So it was like old school <laughs> Netflix where he'd get sent
4: a different <laughs> film. <laughs> Love film. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Love film, yeah. Oh, oh brilliant. So good. Well, um, I'm firing up the tall browser as we speak. <laughs>
2: Supplied by West Ham's board. It's all part of the service, I think.
4: <laughs> I like that the NFL player, uh, he was giving it the big licks about Bitcoin, but only had half of his money paid in via Bitcoin. Yeah, he's in, like, but right, not man, totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do all your wages, space boy. Come on.
3: Yeah, yeah, his tin hat is at a jaunty angle, isn't it? Like, I'm not fully committing to this bit. But. Yeah. Well, exactly. from the looks
2: of his Twitter, he wants everyone else to invest in things that he thinks are right, but he doesn't necessarily want to, you know, live the dream of that. So, yeah, mm. I mean, in much, in many ways, perhaps similar to uh, friend of the ramble, Michael Owen, because he was obviously was a. He was at the advance guard of this whole process, wasn't he? Pete, he, was, um, he set <laughs> yeah, up well, Owing Coin. That was way a, back. A
4: man, a man walked into a room with him, said, "Would you like to make three grand or something <laughs> by putting your unlovable visage on our product and our and <laughs> our Far East uh, uh, um, Bitcoin uh, product?" And uh, he probably said yes. And uh, yeah, that's how that deal got made. I would speculate, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think uh, Michael Owen was necessarily across cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't consider him a pioneer
2: of Bitcoin? Bitcoin!
4: Bitcoin. Did he get high uh, off
3: his own whiskey? Do you remember he made his own whiskey?
4: Oh, he had his own whiskey. Remember that Dubai helicopter video? He just yeah. uh, he just loves a pound note, And he's, he seems to be just... He's got no quality control when it comes to business dealings, it seems, Michael Owen. It, <laughs> he just, he'll put his face on anything.
3: Uh, maybe it's just the Marcus within me talking, but I'd love to see how you know the rise and fall of some kind of Keegan Bitcoin <laughs> through
4: the floor, constantly <laughs>
3: through the floor. Fantastic. Maybe
2: this is Biz's next step. On that note, taking <laughs> Bitcoin by storm. Yeah, he could he could do that out of Miami. Yeah, exactly. Him <laughs> and Russell O'Kong could get together.
3: I'm trying to think yeah, of um, how how badly things could go for Keegan, and and I have the image of him kind of you know the Liverpool Newcastle game leaning over the advertising hoardings, but then people coming to, to repossess the advertising hoarding.
4: <laughs> so oh, we have to we have to take And that his way, maroon actually. jacket. I, I, he'd very much be the guy who's um, who's walking around a, a tip trying to find the laptop that he threw away <laughs> with all his with all his Keegan coin on it. <laughs>
2: No word from Diego Costa what uh, money he'd like to be paid in. He's he's looking for a new club, guys, um, mm. and it doesn't seem to be going all that well. Andre Villas-Boas revealed that he's been a messaged by an anonymous number on WhatsApp saying Costa wants to come to Marseille <laughs> and offering the striker to them. He says, "I thought it was a joke. I mean, I don't know that it's not a joke."
4: Yeah, burner phone business. I'm enjoying it. It's like The Wire or something.
3: <laughs> I would have pe- I would have pegged that more of. As, as, um... Uh, signal behaviour You know how have yeah. like, loads of people Are moving <laughs> on to signal Because of the end-to-end con- encryption On WhatsApp Yeah <laughs> That's, um, uh, why? That's terrifying though Isn't it I can give you Diego Costa From an anonymous number No thank you I throw my phone away
2: <laughs> mm. He says he's ruled it out Because Costa was on 14 million pounds a year At Atletico So that seems to be Outside of the budget Of Marseille ABB mm. seems quite down on Marseille, doesn't he? Generally, you know, all of the all the times he's playing in the Champions League and just being like, "Oh, if we were a good team and had lots of players, then we'd be better than this." I mean, okay.
3: <laughs> do you reckon he just knows he's going to be fired, so he's just trying to neg them to be like, "Oh, no, you you do love me, really," and you know. Oh, I, keep... I
2: see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like saying you're bad so that they stay with him.
3: Yeah, basically, really backhanded compliments, and some of them aren't even compliments, and yeah. I think I I think he I think they're in a a quite bad relationship there. I think he I think he's psychologically maiming them, and I, and, I, and I think Marseille's friend should step in and be like, look, he's not worth it. We see the way he treats you. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut your losses. I know you say it's good when it's just you two, but come on now. <laughs>
2: but if it, to keep the relationship theme, then so Costa uh, apparently wolves have been told that Costa is waiting for a call. Oh. I mean, he could do a job for Wolves. Why does no one want to sign Diego Costa, Pete?
4: Um, Because his goal-scoring record is not as good now as it was when he was at Chelsea. I don't know. Probably that. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's you probably...
2: Just... <laughs> you use him as the deflection tactic, maybe. I was. Fine. Oh yeah, exactly. No,
4: look, I'd, I, he would, he would be able to do. Obviously, um, their strikers uh, out with a with a fractured skull. God knows when that is going to uh, resolve itself. A horrific injury, and and he, yeah, he, he could do a, a definite, draft based job. But uh, y- you just worry about, I worry about his disciplinary <laughs> record. <laughs> I'd worry about. <laughs> getting Some people would see that as a plus. Uh... Yeah, well, look, they, they need fight and they need bite, so he would <laughs> definitely um, supply at least one of those things.
3: Do you know? Um, I was trying to think, like, if he what, what his physical state would be, and the only thing I could I could pick up of of any cue to to how he might be right now is that Diego Simeone wished him well when he left, and I kind of right. think if 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 he Diego Simeone is the kind of person he would look at a player and think, "Have I squeezed everything out of you?" Because if I haven't, I'm going to be livid if you leave, and I wonder <laughs> if I wonder if he saw Diego Costa and thought, "Actually, oh, you probably you know." Jao Felix is oh our man now. Probably, I, I probably can't get any more from you. So Enjoy your second
4: pressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm a, you know, uh, what I have of you already, I'm probably going to cut with water anyway. So <laughs> sell uh, it as Diego Costa light. So
4: <laughs> He's homeopathic Costa at the moment.
2: <laughs> uh, quick word before we go, um, a quick jaunt across to Cameroon and some unusual happenings before... Well yeah. Uh, before the African Nations Championship opener between Cameroon and Zimbabwe, uh there was a there was a bat carcass found on the pitch, guys. Um
4: One too many bat carcasses for my money. <laughs> Don't like it. Do not like
2: yeah, it. Yeah, so Cameroon won one nil and the Zimbabwe national coach seemed to think that this might be related to a, a witchcraft a witchcraft episode uh, and and as i say Cameroon did win um so perhaps that's just another one of the bag of tricks that you know mm. the modern footballer has to have in their locker
4: <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's it's not COVID compliant. I would say uh, chucking oh, bats yeah, around, great but, point. but 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 um, on Twitter, I really enjoyed in in reply to this. Obviously, you know when there is um, you know these stories come about in African football all the time, we're about about uh, witchcraft and 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 stuff. And um, obviously, you know the 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 woolly liberal in me sort of goes, oh, you know, it's just a bit it's a bit of a shame that we're having to talk about, it. but. Um, a couple of other people on Twitter sort of did write you know why is it cute when squirrels run around on football pitches in Europe but when the same scenario is considered witchcraft in Africa I'm not denying the existence of Juju in African football but the incessant mentions is becoming disrespectful and then um, a bloke who I think is from Zimbabwe went it's a bit of a coincidence that the bat to die and then fall right on the centre spot (laughs) and then this guy Joe replies saying it's a bat it can die anywhere a football pitch is not sacred a football pitch not sacred is a wonderful turn of phrase I'm enjoying it immensely but yeah it did die it did float down from the heavens and land directly on the centre spot so you know at least put one on the penalty spot as well I think that would be cool I think bats
3: have had it I think bats have had it coming to be honest
4: (laughs) they have of course them and the pangolins we don't know who to blame yeah, yeah. Oh, it
3: was no. precisely
2: um, placed. Did you see the picture of it? It was
3: literally. Yeah, like... I did. I, I, I thought, I thought it looked quite cute. I mean, it was dead. I mean, dead. that wasn't a cute bit. No. But the, <laughs> but it, it just looked like it was chilling, didn't it? And it's quite a good mm. place to, to rest, I suppose. Um, there was, uh, I remember um, the, the great thing about um, kind of a lot of African football and certainly the reporting of it is that they don't pull any punches. I remember Manchester United went on a, on a tour of africa and they stopped off in ghana and there was talk of um, a bit of a malaria outbreak and certainly there were fears that some players had contracted it potentially and, and stuff like that and mm. the reporting of it i think it was an opinion piece that was kind of led by the Ghanaian fa the mm. the quote given was this is the lie from the pits of hell <laughs> and I quite like that because there's you don't need to read between the lines there do you you know exactly no, how no. angry people are <laughs> and you know just what they think of the situation as a whole so yeah yeah
4: the um the yeah I, I mean put simply players of Manchester United's level should really have anti-malarials they really should be taking <laughs> anti-malarials when they go anywhere to be quite frank they should be up on their booster shots to be quite frank <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's a bit of a I mean, we don't know also, hmm. you know, on the subject of witchcraft, there was there was something pretty wacky going on at, in the Newport-Cheltenham game. I don't know if you guys saw the the goalkeeper, Tom King, scored from a goal kick from inside the six yard area. So it's I don't know if it's, it's a stretch to say. I don't know if it's a stretch to say that some supernatural force was carrying that ball into the net of poor old Josh Griffiths in the Cheltenham goal.
4: <laughs> uh, I felt so sorry for him because it, it just picked up speed at, at the last moment and took it <laughs> over the top of the keeper. <laughs> And and he he wasn't in a bad position in the goal. He he was at full stretch, and wow, what what a finish from fit!
2: Oh man, it was beautiful. Do you know before ninety seven you couldn't score from a goal kick? So uh, thank really? God for that I did rule not change. Know that. Yeah, that's no. a rule change. I think we can all at the ramble. I think we can all strongly get behind. Definitely.
3: Well, you know, you know the the Peter Enkelman goal, the one in the. Um... The Birmingham Aston Villa game, you know the famous mm. one where it's the throw-in mm. and he miscontrols it. If he'd have let it in, if he hadn't tried to control it, it would have been disallowed. Because I don't know if he actually <laughs> right. touched it. I think that's something that's still that's still kind of disputed whether he actually got anything on the ball. Because if he if no one gets to touch on the ball and it goes in from a throw-in, it's it's not a goal. You've got to retake the throw-in. So because <laughs> he tried to touch it, people assumed he touched it.
4: Right. Okay. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So as we head towards the end of another show, just a quick reminder that we are bringing you some brand new content. Our Patreon is here for you. Um, It's changing on top of our existing uh, weekly ramble on bonus episodes where this week me and Marcus chatted about my favourite Newcastle players and there are some doozies in there. Uh, You also get live uh, Q&As with us on Discord and a brand new show with Marcus and Andy out every single Monday starting this Monday. So if you've got a bit of spare cash, we've rejigged the tiers uh, and for as little as $5 a month, just get yourself to patreon.com forward slash football ramble to find out what our Patreon is all about. If you've seen it before, maybe you've subscribed before and and, and left, have another look. There's so much stuff up there at the moment. Patreon.com forward slash football ramble.
2: It's absolutely brilliant, isn't it, Pete? And if you're really lucky, like Vish, you might become, you might get to, if you sign up, you might get to become a host of the Ramble. <laughs> that's, that's
4: how you guys got in.
2: Yeah, that's
4: right. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, just don't tell your brother. 20 quid a month
2: tier. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a big tier. It's taking a big hit on my wages to get to do this job. That's the irony <laughs> of the matter. Uh, yeah. All right. Please do, guys. Sign up to the Patreon. We think we're going to bring you lots of laughs and fun. So, um, yeah, get involved. We'd love to have you along. And we've enjoyed having you along today as well. Vish, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm are good. heading out into the, the grizzly day to yeah, take I'm, it by I'm not... the horns or whatever the phrase
3: I mean that literally is a phrase, and I think you know that. But um yeah, I'm, I'm kind of iron up. Take car by the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I was, uh, I, I, yeah. I've been. I've been nothing to say, is there? There's literally nothing to say now. That's that's on. it. We're done. He's just slammed his hand on the table and been like, "That's what I've got to play with." So. <laughs> <laughs> I fold, hey. yeah. I'm doing man I'm doing Manchester United Fulham today. That's the only my only interesting thing of the day today. Well oh, oh, take
2: that take that cow by its naughty bits. Thanks, Pete, for that. Lovely Ta-da. to hear you. bye Tomorrow it's Jules, Luke, and Jim in your ears. See you then.
1: This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.